Joining us right now is Joe Corbett. He's the owner of House of Pain, and uh, really excited to have him on because over the last couple years now, going on year three, I guess, there have been a lot of small businesses that have really struggled throughout the pandemic, and now that most of that seems to be over, Oh, the whole nation and people are dealing with things like inflation. Um, we just heard Susie Moore's uh, clip, shrinkflation, where people are uh, getting less product for their money and just making things worse. Joe, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you uh, coming on the radio today. I, I want to start off asking you uh, this question. Can you tell us a little bit uh, about House of Pain, what it is you've done there? But also, I'm really curious to know, how did you make it through two years of government mandates and people trying to shut different businesses down and also having customers that might have been a little bit uh, cautious about going to a place like a gym during you know the pandemic when the news cycle is constantly pumping in nothing but fear you know through the airwaves and through our speakers. Talk to us a little bit about that. Hey, Paul. Love your show. When Leah reached out to me, I was excited to talk with you. So thanks for having me on. Um, we started, uh, the gyms in 2017. Our first location was in Chesterfield Valley and, uh, our second location, uh, in Maryland Heights, uh, which is, seems to be a lightning rod for Sam Page. Um, we opened that in February of 2020, just before the shutdown. Uh, great timing. <laughs> and, uh, we actually bought the intellectual property in 2017 and it was an apparel company, uh, you know, it'd been around for 25 years, uh, dominant in the apparel space in the fitness industry. And we wanted to synergize the business and create a line of fitness equipment that was very high quality commercial grade fitness equipment. And then, um, also opening the gyms to, um, like I said, synergize the business and, and really return it to its, its rightful place in the apparel space because it would, it was dormant four years before we bought the intellectual property. Um, but yeah, we, you know, we are surviving. And, uh, in spite of our, our overreaching government here in St. Louis County and, um, you know, the shutdown was, uh, in our opinion, in my opinion, I can't speak for anyone else. It was, uh, unwarranted. I think time will prove that we're on the right side of this thing. Um, you know, the casino was open down the street, um, my my next door neighbor is a hardware store. They were open. Dobbs Tire was open next door. You can argue if those are necessary. We feel that the gyms are necessary. Uh, there's a lot of people that that come in our our through our doors. That this is their way of life. This is their thing. This is their uh, a lot of older people. This is their the only social interaction they have. Um, we have people that are recovering addicts, recovering alcoholics. They, this is the routine now. This is what they need to, to survive. This is what they need to, to be healthy, uh, mentally and physically. And we felt that, uh, we should be open. So we stayed open. If you know our story, uh, the county sued us and we sort of won in local and state court, lost in federal court. We got much farther than we even thought we would have. And uh, we had a great legal team headed up by Chris McDonough, uh, who was an attorney at, at that time and led our legal team. But now he's a judge in, in St. Charles County. The guy is brilliant, worked till, you know, one in the morning, several nights um, making a case and and really made the county look kind of foolish. The county actually had to hire Brian Cave, 
which is one of the most expensive law firms in St. Louis, to to represent themselves because we had them on their heels. They uh, were unprepared. Uh, they thought we would just roll over, and uh, which we were not going to, and, and I won't ever. And um, I was surprised actually that more businesses didn't really didn't speak up. They just kind of laid down and, and took what the county gave them, and that's a scary thing. Um, but you know, yeah, you're right. The, the media pumped fear into the, the souls of, of society. And, um, you know, the, the support that we got from our members was overwhelming. It, it was, uh, they stood right by us through the whole thing. They were so appreciative that we stayed open. And um, like I said, uh, God forbid, I hope I never have to do this again, but if we're ever faced with a situation like this, we'll we'll stand up for what we feel is right. Yeah, it's, it's really... It, what one thing I noticed about a lot of businesses that were really struggling throughout that whole era of those government shutdowns was that the companies that really built kind of a community, they would have people that may not have been able to come to the gym or you know something like that, you know every day or like they would have liked to, but they stuck with you know their community. They stuck with the businesses that they were a part of and that they supported. How how is it looking for you now? Because uh, I mean we have record high. 40-year high inflation, and right now there's a lot of talk about a recession. Uh, just earlier this year, the first two or three months of the year, um, it's being dubbed the great resignation because so many people are quitting their jobs because they don't feel like they have enough freedom at work. And so it just seems like there's a lot of uncertainty out there. But still, uh, that sense of community in a business like yours um, is probably going to be really helpful. But how is it affecting people, your customers, right now as people are thinking about maybe having to tighten their belt? Um, I would suspect that you've already anticipated different challenges that might be out there, whether in terms of keeping membership or recruiting new membership, just because when financial times become a little bit uh, volatile, that's got to be a concern uh, for you and other business owners. Yeah, it's challenging. You know, there's business cycles. I've been in business for myself for 35 years and not with House of Pain. We have other businesses also. Um, our budget, just be honest with you, our, our budget is $2,500 a month for cleaning supplies. And, you know, how many memberships do you have to sell to, to just recoup that? <laughs> wow. That's probably triple what it was um, even just a year ago. And, uh, you know, there's you just react. I mean, there's there, we have a cleaning crew at night that we hired an outside source. We cut that back a little bit and we're we're trying to staff that up to, to do some of that ourselves. Um the problem, biggest problem I have as a business owner is I can't get employees. I was here till 10.30. I'm here at, at one of my gyms today. I was here at 10.30 last night um, because I had people that don't show up for work. I, I'm here this morning, and I'm going to be here till probably 8 o'clock tonight when we close. And, uh, you know, I just had... Uh, somebody call in tomorrow. So I, we're, we're trying to get ahead of the curve. We're trying to staff it up. Uh, we hire people. They don't show up. Uh, it's just a very different time. I've never, you know, I'm, I'm 60 years old. I was raised in a, in a very different time. I, my first job was when I was 14 years old. You didn't, you didn't call in sick unless you were really sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad worked in Anheuser-Busch and I don't think he ever missed maybe one or two days of, of work ever in, you know, his, 40-year career at Anheuser-Busch. I mean, that, it's, it was just a different time then. And and now, if, if 
if uh, so and so is having a graduation party, I can't come into work because I'm I got to go to this graduation party. There's absolutely no commitment in in, and it used to aggravate me when people would say, "Oh, it's the younger generation. It's the younger generation." It, I feel that it's not. I feel it's it's across the board now. I mean, we have uh, we, we employ college grads. Uh, we we have people that are just coming into the workforce. There is absolutely no work ethic that, that we see um, with the with the employees that, that. And we do have some good employees. I'm not disparaging, you know, the, the entire workforce, of course. But you know, for the most part, it's it's a very challenging time. Our, our biggest challenge right now is staffing. Yeah, what you just said it's it really speaks to the culture because you said the work ethic is changing and i've talked to other business owners and it there's people that have been in the workforce now for a decade or two and suddenly they're behaving in ways that they probably wouldn't have back in 2000 or in the mid 90s and people are just kind of feeling like they just don't have to show up if they just don't want to it it certainly is uh, just a different era altogether it kind of presents a whole new set of struggles that i think a lot of businesses just really didn't anticipate ever having to deal with when people just decide not to show up um yeah Absolutely. But I know that there's a lot of people out there that would show up, you know, if given the opportunity, if they knew uh, that there was somebody looking for work. There are people out there that are. If somebody, I know you're busy and that uh, you probably got to run, but if somebody would like to get in touch with you, either to be uh, become a member of the House of Pain or maybe they want to talk to you about helping you fill one of those positions, where's one of the best places that they can go to get in contact with you? Oh, my gosh. Thanks, Paul. If you would just email info at houseofpain.com, that would be awesome. Um, we will entertain all applicants. And can I just say one more thing on behalf of small business? Sure. Awesome. I would just encourage any small business out there, reach out to your, your uh, state rep, your, your congressman or woman, and uh, your senator, uh, even the governor, um, and don't let up. We are in a in a a weird place where we are working for the government. The government is not working for us. If I could uh, step away from my businesses, I would run for governor tomorrow um, because I just feel like there is absolutely no accountability. And I don't, I don't know how to turn that around other than to constantly voice what we demand as, as you know, small business owners and, and pay, tax paying citizens. When we were shut down um, and the county sued us, I reached out to Ann Wagner's office, didn't receive a response from her. I reached out to my state rep, no response. I reached out to Governor Parson by email, phone, not one response, not even from a staffer. My, my son went to college up in D.C. and worked for a senator up there. I know how it works. The staffers respond. And not one response. They hid through this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So our government, Republican, Democrat, it doesn't matter. These politicians think that we work for them and this has got to be turned around. We've got to demand better. And um, I, I would just encourage all small business owners just to, to stand up and, and voice your opinions. We can't ever go through what we went through the last couple of years. Yeah, that is absolutely for a lot. Speaking as a, I like to say a recovering politician. I was in the legislature for eight years, and I know uh, you were. And, and one thing that I noticed was that for so many people, it's just a game. I, that's one of the problems with term limits. Quite frankly, a lot of people see just getting through your eight years in state legislature as some huge accomplishment, rather than actually getting the work done for the people. Yeah. 
because there's no accountability. Like you said, it's a serious case of disconnect when the pub- so-called public servants won't even respond to the people that they're supposed to be serving. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I tell you what, Joe, at some point, I'd like to get you back in here, maybe for the whole hour in studio if you ever can. But thank you so much for joining us today. And that's Joe Corbett from House of Pain. He can be reached at info at com. Thank you so much, Joe. Thanks, Paul. God bless. All right. Have a good day.